Welcome back to Left Anchor. I'm Alexi the Greek. And I'm Ryan Cooper. Today we're, we're, we're talking about the news, bringing some updates on, on some of our previous episodes that we've talked about, uh, you know, the criminal prosecution of, of Trump. Uh, we've talked about uh, the, the war in Gaza for, for several episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, a little, little light humor about planes, uh, doors blowing off in the middle of the flight. Uh, hilarious. You don't laugh, you cry. Yeah, just it's it's very amusing our country. Yeah. Hey, it's 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 2024. Let's see if we can have planes fly without falling apart midair. Let's, yeah. That'll at be least a new, new Year's resolution. We'll for get our, our, We'll get into it, but at least it was brand new, like literally 10 minutes off the assembly line figuratively. Um but yeah, we could start let's start with uh the 14th amendment. There's been ongoing discourse about this ever since uh, the Colorado, Colorado Supreme Court removed him from the primary ballot in Colorado. And then the main secretary of state, I believe, did the same thing, um, you know, basically citing to the 14th Amendment's stipulation that people who commit uh, insurrection are not allowed to be. Um, and in fact, I could just read it here. Quote, no person yeah, short shall be a senator, a representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may vote, may by a vote of two thirds of each house remove such disability. Um, and this comes straight out of the Civil War, of course. You know, it was basically like for, for people who committed insurrection and treason, um, you're not allowed to, to basically serve, uh, in, in any kind of official political capacity. Um, and so the court said, that, you know, it, you, I, I read most of the decision, which is quite long, but you know, it goes through, it's just, it's hilariously, you know, extensive application of what on its face is fucking obvious. As hell. It's very straightforward. It's not, yeah. it does not take a, a lot of nuance to understand the plain meaning of that passage there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, the the so the discourse has been basically you know a bunch of people rabble rousers like myself have said yeah get him uh but then there's a bunch of um uh pants pissing centrists across the spectrum like the you know from liberals to leftists you know yeah true um the limp distrag cohort which i guess extends to nominal sort of like like lefties like samuel the moyne um, the, the the popular front of uh, gutless liberals and lefties. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> just we'll get into it. But I I just find it so uh, hilarious and contemptible to be siding with Jonathan Chait about whether Donald Trump is being unfairly victimized in the courts. You know, <laughs> like what, the, what's what's funny is. Um, it's usually the chase of the world that they react against and have their opinions often 
shaped by, like with Russiagate and all that stuff. It's uh, although that was really about Hillary supporters, I think. But yeah, um, so it's a funny, uh, strange bedfellows this time around. To object, I mean, to to be clear on what they're saying, I mean, you have uh, some, as you point out in your piece, that are making legal arguments on behalf of Trump for why he has. <laughs> Uh, uh, a good case legally, which is like, why are liberals doing that? Um, even though it's not true, it's ridiculous. And then you have the most common, I think, excuse for this terrible position is that it's either anti-democratic to remove his name from the ballot, uh, or it's politically unwise and not not savvy. Yeah. <laughs> and so maybe we could take those one at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I think on the on the on the legal thing for first of all, you know, I think it's worth noting like L- Lawrence Lessig, who's a Harvard law professor, wrote this article in Slate that was premised on, you know, cuz it it says in the amendment section 3 that a senator or representative or officer of the United States and it doesn't mention president specifically. Um so it's like, well, is it a, you know, like throwing up clouds of legal squidding. Um, but, you know, it's like if you know some constitutional law that that, that uh, officer of the United States, which it does say that does that includes the president. And the reason for that is that those two, the categories of legislator and president, you know, executive or judicial branch officer, those are distinguished you can't be president and a senator at the same time that's the that's the logic there and it's obvious and i think that even more to the point you know i actually looked up a, pr- a pretty funny speech in the congressional record from this fella uh samuel mckee who wrote uh part of the he was one of the the framers of of this particular part of the 14th amendment look at you you're, you're doing some originalism baby yeah you're that's, looking at uh that's right history I'm all about the the original intention of the founders, and especially in this particular case, because you know, so so the court, the how I found this was the court cited to this the speech where he said, "quote The loyal alone shall rule the country, and traitors would be quote cut off from political power." But then I looked around elsewhere in the speech, which is you know goes on a, a for a bunch of things. But it says, quote, as nobody expects now that any traitors will be hanged, which is the punishment provided by law, let us cut off their heads politically and say to them, you can never hold office under this government. By this means, we will affix the brand of treason upon the traitor's brow. And there I would have it remain until the snows of winter covered their graves. It's poetic. I, I like it. I don't care how many law professors tell me otherwise. This motherfucker, you know, is like the 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 traitor's brow, and the idea that it would include senators, representatives, uh, all state legislatures, and every other thing except for the very most powerful and important office in the country is it's like what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like no, use your brain. It's absurd. It's absurd. That's the end of the preview, folks. As usual, we like to mention that this podcast is sponsored by the American Prospect magazine. So if you want to listen to the whole thing, uh, you could subscribe at $5 a month. If you want that plus a free subscription to the website, uh, plus the opportunity for a steeply discounted print subscription, you can do that if you so wish at $10 a month. And uh, otherwise, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.